I'm Priscilla Pfeiffer, and welcome to Spark Your Inner Fire, a podcast for artists, performers, and closet creatives. You bring a lighter, and I'll bring the fuel. It's time to spark your inner fire. Hey, everyone. I wanted to jump on and tell a fun story about something that happened at a leadership conference I was at. It was a three-day leadership conference in LA and I was it was all day and we were we were learning so many amazing things and being challenged in incredible ways to be able to just expand and stretch and go outside of our comfort zone. So one of the challenges was we had to actually do a flash mob with a group of about 20 people in this leadership conference. We were divided into groups. Several people at this conference know my background. They knew I was a dancer. I don't go around telling everybody I'm a dancer because I don't know. It's just, I guess I just, I like to keep it secret sometimes, I guess. I don't know. And I'm thinking, oh, no, I'm going to be put in charge to choreograph this thing. Like, I just want to learn. I want to come here and learn. I don't want to work. I want to learn. I don't know if you've ever been in that scenario where you you want to detach yourself from your work for a little bit so you can be the student, right? Because I want to be absorbing as much as I can so then I can go pass it on, right? So I'm like, oh, like this sounds this sounds really fun, but it's not going to be fun for me because that's all I'm going to be able to think about. I'm not going to be able to be engaged and present in what we're doing. I'm just going to be thinking about this darn choreography. And on top of it, this flash mob was a contest. So now the pressure's on because I've got to bring my A game. I mean, I'm going to bring my game A game anyway, but now now the pressure's really on. So my teammates are looking at me like, yeah, we got you. Like you're in our group. We're so excited. And I'm like, yeah, this is going to be great. Just trying to be optimistic. But you know something? It was the best Thing that could have happened for me because I was actually put in my work scenario and allowed the opportunity to grow in my leadership skills through choreography. Now, while I don't really choreograph anymore, I was able to really implement the leadership skills into something that I'm so familiar with. I was able to hone in on that so much easier because I was put into a scenario that I'm comfortable with. So I was implementing uncomfortable things in a scenario that I am actually comfortable with, if that makes sense. And so here's the real big thing about it. We only had about two days to get this thing together. Two days, you guys. If you've ever choreographed anything, especially with 20 people, especially without a studio, especially without a music editor, filming, anything like that. And it's a contest. And, 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 let me just add this huge and, they really didn't give us any time to do it. Because you have to figure at these conferences, we're there from like 8 a.m. to sometimes 10, 11 at night. Our breaks are very short, maybe 30 minutes, 40 minutes to go get a lunch, go get sandwich and eat on the way and come back. And we're just like fire hosed with information. And it's amazing. It's an amazing experience, but there's not a lot of downtime. So when were we supposed to choreograph this? When are we supposed to put this together? And they said, you know, we understand you're not going to have a lot of time, but figure it out. Your leaders, figure out a way to make this happen. Use your delegation skills. Use your planning skills and make it happen. Oh, oh, oh. And did I mention that 
none of my teammates were dancers. They didn't have dance experience. I mean, they're, we're not working with dancers here. We're, we're working with entrepreneurs and business owners here. So I've got to choreograph something and teach it to 20 people at the Marriott because we're at a hotel. We don't have a studio. We don't have mirrors. We're at a Marriott in LA. So I'm like, you know what? There is no time to start from scratch choreographing something out of thin air. So I'm going to go with what works. Why reinvent the wheel? So I chose Thriller. I know it's cliche. It's, it's, it's what everybody does, but I, you know what? That's what I'm doing. We're going with Thriller. Now, as a leader, I didn't just insist on Thriller. I presented the idea to my team to see if how they felt about it, see if anybody else had any alternatives, and we kind of dabbled with some alternatives, and then we settled with Thriller. So we found an open area on the second floor of the Marriott and just went to work. It was amazing how instantly everything just started falling into place. Immediately, I had people just open and willing to serve, to give, to do whatever they needed to do to make this happen. Everybody wanted to make this happen. I said, okay, how many of you have experience with filming? Because they told us that we needed to have several different camera angles on top of the other challenges that we were inflicted. So we had a couple people that raised their hands. Now, mind you, we don't have photography equipment here. We've got people who flew in from all over the country. The people flew in from other countries as well. So we don't have any equipment here. We've got iPhones. Some people had laptops, but we had to work with what we had and be resourceful with the things we had at our disposal. So I had about four people that, you know, had, they're like, I have a nice iPhone. I can use my phone. We can make this happen. So somebody else said, you know, I'm really good with music editing and I have a, a program on my computer. I'm so glad I brought my computer so I can edit the music. Just tell me where you want the cuts and I'll make it happen. Like, awesome. Okay. Check, check. Just things were just falling into place so quickly. So then I had one of the team members say, can you start collecting everybody's phone numbers and their contacts so that we can keep everyone on the same page and be able to communicate regarding when the rehearsals will be and how we're going to make this happen? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I can do that. So I start gathering everyone's names and numbers. And uh, now, mind you, some people don't live in the U.S. So we, you know, they, ha they don't have like long distance. So then we figured, okay, well, let's just do a WhatsApp group because then other people won't be charged for long distance and whatnot. So we went with WhatsApp. We started, I started trying to gather everyone's information, information and then I stopped. I was like, you, you know what? What am I doing? I just learned about this. I just learned about delegation. I need to focus on what I need to do, which is the choreographing and teaching. That's what I said in my head. So I was like, hey, is anyone else here really good with organization and collecting information? I was like, I really think this should be delegated to someone else so that I can focus on, on the teaching and the choreographing. And someone stepped right up and said, I can do it. I can gather everyone's information. I'm like, whew. Now, just to give you some background, years ago, I would have never done that. I would have never delegated that to someone else. I would have tried to do it all myself, would have tried to edit the music. I said, I can do it myself. I would have said, I can video it myself. I can do everything myself. And then I would have given myself a heart attack. I mean, if you listen to my podcast about the creative burnout, episode 35, 
that's what that's partially why I burnt out so quickly because I was taking on so much and I wasn't willing to delegate anything. And the surface of that is pride. It really is. I'm admitting it. It's pride because when you want to do everything yourself and you, you know, it's like, I, nobody could do it like me. That's pride. And it took me learning to admit that, to dig deep and discover that, to understand that that's the ego. That's my ego speaking. Let me do what I'm good at. Let me do what I love doing. Now, there's always going to be things we don't love doing in our work, but if I can spend the majority of my time doing what I'm best at, and delegate the rest, I'm going to be more successful in what I'm doing. And I'm going to in turn not burn out. And I'm going to be able to give my all, give more of myself to people because I wasn't bogged down by the things that are not my forte. They are not my superpower. I need to work on my superpower, which was at that moment, choreographing and teaching. So delegation started happening. I started allowing the process to fall into place as needed. So I, I was, I was literally learning. I didn't know thriller. You think as a dancer, I would know thriller, but I didn't. So I was watching the music video. I would learn a couple of eight counts and then I would teach it. And then I'd be like, okay, go work on that for like five minutes. I'm going to learn the next couple of eight counts. <laughs> I think we were dancing to like midnight upstairs until the security came over and was like, you guys got to stop. Um, we're getting complaints. The music's playing too loud. You're playing thriller a little too loud for the, for the other guests. <laughs> So there was a couple people that were delegated to actually finding the location that were going to do this flash mob because one of the things that we were told had to be included was we had to do this flash mob in a very busy area and it couldn't be the airport because we didn't want to go to jail. Can you picture that? A flash mob at the airport? I mean, we would, we would all be arrested. So they ended up finding the mall, the LA mall, which is really close. And then of course, half of us flew in, so we didn't have cars. So now we're having to delegate, okay, how many people have their cars here? How many people fit in those cars? You figure there's so many things that you have to think about. And sometimes you don't know what those things are until they're right in front of you because you don't know what you don't know, right? The problems kind of come as we go with it and then we solve them as we go. We're prepared for the unexpected that is inevitably going to come. So by the end of these two days we had, and like I said, it wasn't actually two days. We probably in total had about two hours total when you add all the little pieces, 20 minutes here, 30 minutes there. We had about two hours, two hours to prepare this thing, to choreograph, to teach it, to execute it, to film it. That's freaking incredible, you guys. Do, do, do you even realize like what magic we made happen? So we go to the LA mall. We're as prepared as we're going to be. We've got to get this thing filmed so we can go back and edit it. We go to the mall and we did it in the, probably like five or six o'clock in the evening in the LA mall. It was packed. So we do this flash mob. We had kids coming in to do it with us. We had all sorts of people all around just starting to jump in in our flash mob that weren't part of it. It was amazing. It was the funnest experience. At the end, we I thought we were going to be kicked out because security started coming our way. They ended up actually wanting to be in the video. So we got clips of them that we were able to then edit into the video. It was just such an amazing experience. And the best feeling was the fact that magic happened. We made the impossible happen with an impossible amount of time and an impossible amount of resources. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because 
How many times do you think to yourself, I'm never going to have time to accomplish that. There's just not enough time. And the reality of it is we underestimate what we can do in little time and we overestimate what we can do in much time. We overestimate it. We think it's going to take so much longer than it does most of the time because we overcomplicate things. We were forced to do this task in a little amount of time. If you had asked me prior to that, you know, hey, we're going to hire you to do a flash mob. You have two hours. And even with trained dancers, I would have felt like that was near impossible to choreograph, to film, to edit, but we made it happen. The impossible happened when we let our assumptions go on what was possible We made it possible. We made it happen. We put our egos aside. We delegated. We did what we were best at and came together as a team to make it happen. So you might be asking, so did you guys win? Yeah, we freaking won. Oh yeah, we won. I was so excited, you guys. This was, it was, it was the best. I have chills right now. It was the, the most amazing thing. Not just because we won, but that was just like the the kicker. That was the cherry and whipped cream on top that, wow, we made this happen as a team. And I just hope that encourages you. You might be a team of one and that's okay too. So if you are a team of one, then ask yourself, what are you assuming is going to take more time than it may actually take? How can you simplify whatever you're doing as much as possible to make it happen. If you were forced to do something in a short amount of time, would you make it happen? Would you be able to make it happen if you were forced to? And if you do have the advantage of a team, is there anything that you're doing that isn't your superpower? Is there anything you can delegate? Ask yourself, are you working out of your ego? I said it. I mean, I'm guilty of it too. I've got to remind myself all the time. Is this my superpower? Is this my forte and what I should be doing right now? What am I best at? Am I able to delegate so that I'm spending the majority of my time doing what I'm best at? I hope that encourages you to take the action you need to step up and do what you got to do in as little time as possible and delegate, delegate, delegate anything you can anything you can and make magic happen because the impossible is possible if you come from that frame of mind. It's Priscilla Pfeiffer. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please subscribe, leave a comment so I can reach more people like you and go to sparkyourinnerfire.com. I have a special gift for you. Go check it out.